all that keychain. It's like Beyonce's love on top. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've recorded, I feel like. I don't really remember how to do it. Well, yeah, because we, we're re-watching the second half of the Collingwood Cats game. We're Collingwood 1. Collingwood 1. We're through to the prelim. Yeah, so um, we are actually about to have the second round of finals, but we're behind in our recording schedule, so we're re-watching from last week. But that's okay. Um, and also I had to work through this game and had brought my iPad with me and had it like behind, the, behind the scenes so that I could keep an eye on it. That's everything. so annoying that you have to do that because you never work nights and like the one night that you have to work is the Collingwood final. I know. Anyway, so at the start of the third quarter, um, Collingwood are up by three goals exactly. Yes, after Luke Darhouse just sprayed a kick. How embarrassing. Anyway, lots has happened in the footy world since we last recorded. It has, especially at the start of this week. There yeah. The death of Danny Frawley, which is very sad. Very sad. Um, I was very, very sad about that. And it's put a real dark cloud over the whole final season, I think. Yeah, and so now there's like a yeah. real negativity surrounding yeah, it. Yeah, not even a negativity, just a like, oh, like fuck. deflation, sort of like, yeah. Because he was such like a footy character. It's not one of those things where when someone dies and you're like, oh, fuck, nothing matters. It's one of those things where footy like now matters so much because it meant. Like, it was such a huge part of his life and all of the lives of the people that are, like, really mourning him. So it's now, like, footy is everything and there's going to be so much emotion injected in the whole thing, I feel like. Yeah. I only had access to Foxtel this year. So I actually didn't know who he was until a month ago. Right. Yeah, I used to watch Bounce when I lived at my parents' house. It's just, like, it just... I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, it's a very, like, comedic show. Like, it Yeah, it's just so – I think it's, like, one of those things where all the – It's kind of like Robin Williams. Like, it's, like, the happiest person is the saddest. Yeah, 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 really yeah. Hard to And like... it's, like, at that level where – because, I mean, I feel like we, there's been more talk about mental health recently in the AFL in terms of, like, the lower-level players and how it affects them. But, like, to lose someone, like, on that – like, in that, like, upper sphere of footy boys – like, Who was, is, like, a leader for mental health as well, yeah. so you assume that that's under wraps. And that's what I feel about the Are You OK Day thing. It's, like, it's all well and good to have these conversations and to, like, create a platform to be, like, we need to talk about this. But, like, if talking about it doesn't result in, like, resources and action, like, it's still – like, if you are someone who's, you know, going through that kind of thing, are you OK? Like, just ha- you being not qualified and having that conversation isn't going to do anything for that person and all it does is put that burden on someone who isn't equipped to help them. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's just really fucking, really, really sad. It's just, I've got nothing, like, funny to say about it. It's just really fucking shit. Mm. Anyway, another update about what's happened since we last recorded is that I came second in the tips and I won $350. Congratulations. I came first in my family tips by a mile. Yeah, but did you win $350 again? family. It was so... Uh, <laughs> you're all dead to me. <laughs> no, okay. Can I... So, especially my little seven-year-old cousin, Jack, who can burn <laughs> <laughs> No, so I was coming second at the start of the last round, and the guy who was coming third was this... Because this is the pub where I used to work, so I know a lot of people who were in the t- competition. And the guy who was coming third was, like, this really vile man in his late... I want to say late, oh, maybe not that, early. Late 50s. I was going to say late 60s, but that's way off. Probably late 50s. (laughs) Probably late 50s. And he 
Like everyone else is like, oh, he's such a sweet guy. I'm like, but when he gets red wine drunk, which is every single night of the week, he'd be like, you're so hot. Like you're the hot one. Like, oh my. And like, it's like, you're just literally like, you're disgusting. And it wasn't even those, you know, when like sometimes you can kind of like brush off that habit that that is someone saying that to you, but it happened so often that I literally just stopped talking to him and like walked away and like made it clear that I was uncomfortable. And then after the end of the final round, I got a message from someone at the pub saying you tied for second with this man. And I was so mad. And I was like, <laughs> fuck the patriarchy. Like you can never win. And then, cause there was, I was <laughs> like, not, that's just you. Taking the wrong yeah, team. No. But then, um, and then when this I went is in systematic, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just very symbolic to me of like, literally fuck this hellhole. Um, <laughs> this hellhole being earth. Um, <laughs> but no, but then when I went in to collect the money, they were like, like he like, counted it in front of me and he was like $350 and I was like wait what I thought I had to split it and he was like no there was a miscount you actually came second outright and like there was like five of my old co-workers standing around and like I just like panicked and like did the Toyota jump and was like women <laughs> and they were like what <laughs> but yeah I felt very happy about that did they have the context of you like having a spiral about the page? No, over, like something. <laughs> no, that but it was, really to do it was well known that I was taking the tipping competition very seriously because I had like an axe to grind with the majority middle-aged rich male cohort that comes into the pub because I was like, this is my time to beat you and like take out all my anger about how you treated me when I worked here. Which like that's that's horrible to say because a lot of them were really lovely to me and are very kind, but like. It was just, represent- <laughs> just so It was just representative of like this kind of person, and like they were all really judgmental of me coming second and thought it was a fluke. And I was like, no, I work hard, and I haven't cared about anything else all year because I have nothing else that matters except beating you. <laughs> On this game, two injuries as a result. Jordan to go into his hamstring two minutes into the game, and Didn't he just come back as well. Yeah, after like six weeks. But he's flown to Germany to see the hamstring specialist of the world. What? So he's in Munich at the moment. Um, wow. And God, I need to get my phone and show you the name of the hamstring doctor because it's the most unbelievably German name that I've ever seen. How do you become the hamstring specialist of the world? I don't know, but the, oh, this man's name is Hans Wilhelm Muller Wolfart. <laughs> I think that's fake. It's not. I bet he's not real. I bet they're really going to see like a drug lord and that's his secret cover. Also, who is G Flip? Do you know? I think it's Georgia a, a, girl, a girl singer from Triple J. All right. Well, she comments on absolutely every single Hollywood post being like, woo. <laughs> like, I think she's like friends with Brody I Brandy think, as well. Um, and, like, I think always Lacey comments Hayes on a being like, let's go. And I'm like, G Flip, who are you? No, I think you should ask Lucy Hazeman. I think she's a fan of hers. Okay. Oh, Jamie Elliott really went for a fly there and missed it completely. Jamie Elliott has been in great touch the last three weeks. I'm very proud of him. Um, and I'm glad that he's got confidence back in his body. So wait, so what's the, um, fuck, what do you call it? The draw card? So. For this weekend? That's not the, what I'm looking for. The fixture? Fixture. Um, the Lions are playing the Giants at the Gabba. And then the winner of that game will play Collingwood in the preliminary final. Sorry, what you mean to say is the Lions are playing the vicious assholes at the Gabba. <laughs> that's exactly what I meant to say. Um, they were so and rough. And that sounded sarcastic, but I don't mean it to be because they I were hate so the rough Giants. against the Bulldogs. And a despicable human. I don't hate the Giants, but I just couldn't believe that kind of like. I'm surprised to hear you saying that because I feel like you um, like always a, support. Rough, I like a rough I like play. a melee, but mm. I don't like like dirty. Yeah. 
I was actually thinking about that you the other day. That wasn't what that was. That wasn't like fun. Yeah, fights. no, that was that just was like, like being, yeah, really like being bullied. Yeah, um, it wasn't like yeah, I trash um, talk. I don't know. No, I know what you meant. Yeah. yeah, it was like very targeted intention of like we want to fuck you up and like yeah. Mm. No, but I was thinking about you the other day because I was having this conversation with my uncle about he'd read some study or something that was looking at why kids stop playing sport that whole thing that we've spoken about before, how people like go crazy at the football when it's like all about like yelling and like fucking that kid and this kid. And like a lot of kids, either their parents are like abusing them because like you're not good enough or whatever, or their parents are like talking shit about the other players. So it's like, you'll be playing school footy and like driving home and the parent will be like, Oh fucking like Dylan did this today. Like, Hey, he's shit. And like Mm. when you're young and you're a kid and you're hearing that people like a lot of kids, I can't remember. I don't know. I didn't read the study, but I'm, and I'm poorly remembering a conversation I had two weeks ago. But he was just saying, like, heaps of kids are like, well, I just don't want to hear that. So they just stop playing. And I'm like, that's what we were saying about, like, you've just got to put up with, if you want to play sport, like, you've just got to put up with being, like, assaulted all the time from everyone. And it would suck. And I would stop playing too. Yeah. Well, when I played sport, I just stopped because I was lazy. Because <laughs> I was always in, like, the lower grades. Yeah. Which... I wouldn't have had the ability to, like, go up, but I, like, wanted to be there because then it was just, like, a fun hobby. Yeah. It wasn't. But then it was also odd because, like, sporty schools, their B, like, at our school, B was, like, you suck for soccer. Yeah. Um, That was fun when we played soccer. Yeah, it was really fun. And then, but then, like, some schools, like, Emmanuel, where they have, like, such a massive sporting culture and their A's are, like, elite and then their B's are, like, we want to be in the A's. So right. then they'd take it so seriously and be, like, mm. flexing the whole game. And it was like, yeah, that's just, fine, but we're on a very different level and now yeah. this isn't fun for And I feel like, yeah. I know this is not a hot take at all, but, like, the value of team sport is so just, like, hanging out with friends and, like, working together and, like, this, like, because I used it's to the play... the only time I've ever liked exercise. Yeah, like, yeah. I used to play a lot of team sport when I was a kid and I, like, really miss that. Even, like, when I did... Disclosure, yes, I used to do aerobics and, like, obviously it's a weird sport, but, like, there's such a – like, you're a part of a community and, like, you just can't recreate the feeling of being in a team. And I guess, like, yeah. being in bands is kind of similar. Like, I felt that same kind of, like, oh, like, we're, like, a unit and we're, like, working towards a goal and we, like, are spending time together to achieve that and it's really fun. But – and, like, yeah, I guess playing music is, like, is, is an equivalent. I'm always deterred by the fact that I am – change my mind about things all the time yeah and if I'm having like a bad day I'd be like well I'm not gonna go to training which is like yeah but the thing is good about team sport is that sometimes you like people are relying on you you have to be there so it like makes you makes you do stuff that normally you'd be like oh fuck I can't be bothered it does but then sometimes that turns into like a negative thing like it's like when you know you need that time to yourself and then it's like a pressure that isn't that big of a deal but no I know what you mean just for me I was like I can't do it but yeah, I went to my friend Paige's grand final on Sunday. She did not get up, but she played really well. And yeah, she's loved it, like doing mm. footy for three months, I reckon she's been doing it. They've just had like the best time and they're all really great mates and stuff. And yeah, when I when I played footy for I went to two trainings last year in Lucy's team. Oh, that's right. And it was I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be the best year of my life. <laughs> but then I they play always play on Sunday and I always work on Sunday, so it's like, oh, say goodbye to that dream. Yeah. And then I stayed alone in my room for the rest of the year and didn't make any friends. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do you think Trav Barco is gonna come back for the next game? I think so because of Jordan Degali. Oh uh, yeah. Do you um, think Geelong are gonna go out in straight sets? I don't know. That's so they're playing fun. West Coast or the MCG. Oh, so they should. Oh, 
I don't know about that. I think West Coast, if they don't get knocked out this week, they'll get knocked out next week because they have to go back and forth from Perth three times if they make the grand final. But aren't they kind of used to that? Not three weeks in a row. Right. And, like, last year they had all home Right, yeah. So then it was just the one trip to Melbourne. They do play well at the MCG because Optus Stadium is like. I think they'll probably. I think they'll win. I think they'll beat. I don't know. But Geelong, it's like it's more about the Geelong finals factor. How they always they've won one out of their last six finals. They've been a presence at finals for so long that people forget that like that last year they finished like in the bottom four of the top eight, and so they like got knocked out straight away against like. Yeah, but they Sydney was or something. I don't know. Like they, they weren't been, good last year, and then like I don't I don't remember what they did in 2017. But 2016 they beat Hawthorne because Isaac Smith missed that goal. Yeah, that was the one like, that they won in the last three final series. Mm. Um, finals are really hard to win though. Mm. I went to Giants Collingwood last year. Oh yeah. And I have never been, like, an uglier version of myself because <laughs> I'm always in the away crowd. It was, like, the first time I've been at the into a Collingwood game in Melbourne in years as well. And so I'm used to being at Adelaide Oval and, like, yelling and stuff but, like, not all out, whereas I've never had the the pack mentality, like, overwhelm mm. me. Like, like it was, like, 80,000 Collingwood supporters and then, like, 1,000 GWS. And I was you, like, just, suddenly understand what happened in Nazi Germany. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was really fun though. So who did you tip this week? It was so cold though. It was like oh, one, God, it was yeah. one degree, and I was like, Wait, really? in September. Yeah, Melbourne's fucked, man. But I feel like everyone forgets how much the temperature drops in spring. Yeah, like at night because it's like clear sunny days and the sun goes down and it's freezing. Like every goal that was kicked, I'd like run to the toilet and put my hands in the. <laughs> the hand dryers because I couldn't feel <laughs> my fingers and I was like babe. well I wanted to go out after so I was like I can't wear that many layers but right and did you go out after I did did you go to the IOS? Oh, I went to the Grace Darling in Collingwood actually which oh, yeah. was very I like appropriate because then I, like I didn't have to take my scarf off I think James H might come back for Levi Greenwood he's the other one I always I find, every time I think about James H being like still in the football thing, I just laugh because like I remember seeing him at schoolies just after he'd been drafted and being like, "Oh my god, congrats! Like so happy for you!" <laughs> <laughs> like literally never met him, didn't have any mutual friends. Like just a very Adelaide story of like the claim to fame of anyone that you vaguely know as being like someone that you know. It'd be so easy to know a football player. I know like, <laughs> they're like not these like inaccessible heroes. But like, are there any other Adelaide famous people? Not footballers, just like. Uh, Matt from The Bachelor. Yeah, but he pretends to be from Melbourne, yeah, like all true. good Adelaide expat, expats do. <laughs> um, I wonder if I'll tell people where I'm from when I leave Adelaide. I don't know. I've never, like, thought about it. Yeah. Mm. I'm guess sure there is. You move. Because if you move overseas, which I'm thinking about doing, and people are like, where are you from? Like, if you say Adelaide, they're like, where? But if you say Australia, they're like, oh, Melbourne or Sydney. Well, a lady in... When I went to Paris with my family when we were 13, she was, like, Canadian. And she must be like, French-Canadian. She was living there, like, running a bookshop that my parents went into. Oh, my God, that's like, a rom-com. <laughs> yeah, well, she was living it. Wow. She it She's met Ryan and you've got mail, but French-Canadian version. That's so cool. Well, we don't know if she was – if anyone loved her. <laughs> <laughs> my parents went into the bookshop and she was like, are you guys from Adelaide? What? And, like, knew, like, pinked from wow. there. She was like, you guys have, like, the British twang to your Australian accent. Like, you're – Like when we were at that pub in Melbourne. Do you remember that? Wait, what? So we were standing outside this pub and just, like, chatting amongst ourselves. And this girl standing next to us just, like, stops us and is like, sorry, are you guys from Adelaide? And we were like, yeah. Oh, I do remember Yeah, this. and it was yeah, one of those things totally where, like, I immediately felt like, oh, because everyone in Melbourne is very, like, 
too cool people from Adelaide. So I was like, shit, she must have been listening to our conversation being like, these fucking losers have to be from Adelaide. But she was like, no, 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 like one of my best friends is from Adelaide. Like I just recognise your accent. Everyone in Melbourne hates everyone from Adelaide. I don't hate us, I just think we're losers. <laughs> but that might According be to everyone. <laughs> but it might be because 70% of the Melbourne population is people who moved from Adelaide because they hated it. So there's this culture of like, oh, got to get out of that place. Yeah. But yeah, and then she, yeah, that whole thing of like, yeah, no, like one of my best friends is gay. Like I'm totally fine with gay people. Like she was like, I know, I love so many people from Adelaide. Like it's fine that you're from Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Not much happened in this game. No, like all the scoring happened in the first half. I think we get like, I don't think we score again from this point. Right. Because we had the benefit of like choosing between all the games because we were recording following the weekend, but. All the games apart from this one were like blowouts and wouldn't have been interesting to watch. But like this game, which was kind of close, is also not interesting to watch. Yeah. And even when the cat surged, though, it was like, you guys aren't going to win. Like, fuck yeah. off. Yeah. I hate Ray Chamberlain. He makes it all about him. Ray's a Ray. Yeah. Mm. It's because we made the mistake of giving him a cult persona and now he's like too big for his britches. I know, and it's like the fact that everyone knows who you are shows that you're a bad umpire because it shows that you <laughs> That's stick so true. your fucking nose in it so often. Whereas, like, I remember that umpire that got 500 games. BG who? was like, I've, he got, like, chaired off the other, maybe, like, a month ago. Oh, I didn't know Because he's that. got, like, 500 games as an umpire. And then BG was like, I've never seen him. He must be a great umpire. And I was like, well, that's a really good way of looking at it. Like... Yeah, that's actually, I think that's a pretty good point. Wow, I've agreed with something BT said. That's never happened before. Why don't you like BT? Because he's just an idiot. What else has happened in the football world? Um, Obviously, the Toby Green drama was atrocious. You haven't attempted to hide your disdain for Toby Green, and now you've been proven right. By him being so, I know, and they against like Montepelli, all people. And it was like misconduct, misconduct. It was like four yeah, each yeah. year, and then like striking, like even like Pendlebury's three hundred game highlights. There's like one of him kicking a goal, and Toby Green's like chasing him, <sighs> and he like marks, and then he just like punches him in the chest from behind. And I was like, and like, it's when not even a big deal. But I was like, of course you would like make an effort to like punch someone yeah. after they marked like a second. Like, oh, oh, you know how I was saying? You heard it here first. Wayne Carey's got hair plugs. <laughs> yes, I on Triple that. M, I was listening to. I was driving home from work. BT, maybe James Brazier and um, Wayne Carey, and they were being like, "Well, Wayne, there's a few rumors circling that you've got hair plugs." And rumors I was like, started by you, <laughs> and he denied said claims. But, but no, nah, there's no way he would deny it. Also, what do you think of the GMHBA Stadium not being the home ground? What? <laughs> Oh, that was the big controversy over like Geelong having to play at the MCG as their home. Oh crowd. yes. Um yeah, I think it's not fair. You disagree. I do. They always play finals at the MCG. They always have. Well yeah, they always have, but it's always not fair because it's not their home. But I feel like they are home ground advantage. What I thought is that all I hear about everyone that supports the Adelaide Crows is like particularly adamant that the grand final shouldn't be at the MCG because I feel like 2017 no one really blamed the fact that they played terribly and they blamed the fact that it was not at Adelaide Oval even though they finished top of the ladder so it's kind of like well if you're planning on making a finals campaign shouldn't you take every opportunity to play at the MCG if that's like that's true do you think that people blame that it wasn't at Adelaide Oval when Crows lost the grand final I don't think I've heard anyone say that yeah I heard Lucy Hazeman say it on the day that we were watching it yeah but that's, this was Adelaide Oval that's just like one. defensiveness in the moment she's um, not thinking clearly I hope it yeah I when hear, did you watch that game I watched it at Tallulah's house oh. I was People, at, like didn't go because I was there, and I was like, <laughs> I don't support Richmond. I just don't. I want them to win. Like, I watched sorry. that um, 
Do you know the pub the And now I'm rather fucking stupendous. Yeah. God, well, that's why I'm worried about as well, how we're talking about the lines. The other line is Geelong, Richmond, and West Coast. So it's likely that it's be a Richmond Collingwood Grand Final. Yes, but I think that Brisbane's inaccuracy has flattered Richmond. Okay. Because they had like a lot of very easy set shots that they missed. But are West Coast or Geelong going to beat Richmond? Doesn't look likely. Well, West Coast almost beat Richmond like two weeks ago. Yeah, but And that was a really rainy game that's like famously suits Richmond's style of play. Yeah, look, I just can't see – I'm sorry to say this. I can't see anyone except Richmond winning the flag this year. Shut up. Sorry. (laughs) I actually wouldn't mind. Fuck you. I love – yeah. No, it's going to be the backpipe. If, they, if they're against Collingwood in the grand final, I'll support Collingwood. But if they're against anyone else except Brisbane, then I will support Richmond. So if they play the Giants. Yeah. I'd be so <laughs> mad if the Giants are in the grand final. You just know they're not going to win it. Devil's advocate. They could win it. Nah. No, nah, they won't. Beautiful. Would you Darcy go- Moore's fourth quarter was like incroyable, yeah. as the French said. We should speak in French. I'm <laughs> trying to easily have said incredible. It's like very much the same word. Rose studies French at uni, and I'm trying to relearn the French that I've forgotten since high school so I can move to Paris next year. So we're experimenting with the idea of only speaking French to each other, which means we would have to record the pod in French. <laughs> which I think no one... We'd have even less listeners than we <laughs> Lucy Hayes been by... Lucy <laughs> Yeah. Annabelle would remember, would know maybe. Peut-être. She was. She, <laughs> Annabelle wasn't very happy with how I represented her in the last pod. <laughs> what else has happened in footy in the last few weeks? I um, still hate Richmond. I'm waiting for someone to get injured. I'm gonna do like a Tanya Harding on like Dustin Martin. Like, Who's Tanya Harding? Like the ice. Oh, skin. Tanya Harding. Did you Sorry. Even... Did you not know who I was talking about <laughs> from that mispronunciation? <laughs> You're doing great. He's so beautiful. How tall is Darcy Moore? Because <laughs> I like know the exact answer, but tried to like. <laughs> I knew you would not know. answer that. I knew you would know. That's why I asked. He's two hundred centimeters. He's the same as Brody Grant. Two hundred centimeters. He might be taller. Let me Google. I need to know that information. How many centimeters are you? One hundred and fifty. He's two hundred sixty-five. One hundred sixty-five. Wasn't fast timing. You got some a- wild little fingers. <laughs> I can never remember if I'm 162 or 164. I was 164. Are you how much taller? Because I feel like 100. I don't think you're taller than me. I feel like our height is like if you're taller than you're tall and if you're shorter than you're short. And we're just like average people. I don't know. I think of myself as short. I can't reach stuff If I had to pick a colour to describe you, it would be bone (laughs) grey. What the fuck? That's horrible. Because you're 164 centimetres. Well, maybe 162. You don't know. We yeah, don't know for true. sure. It could be a shower woody. A guy in my band. Yes, I'm in a new band. And the bass is now. She's slapped a bass. Yeah, I've never played bass before, and now I play bass in this band. And so we've had one jam so far, and it went pretty well, I think. So anyway. Um, there he goes. Wait. See, that's why it's like crazy that he's that tall, because he's a Ruckman height, if not taller than half the Ruckman in the comp. Yeah. And he's like so agile and like fluid in his movement. Yeah. He's like a... A ripple in a wave. I'm going to go back to the story I was telling because I feel like you actually will be interested in it. So <laughs> and also that could go on for a while. <laughs> anyway, oh, this story, sorry, the story about Sean. Sorry. He is like a very smart, one of those brains that like, he's, he's one of those brains that I'm just, I don't understand how your brain works, but it's like so much at, at such a higher level than mine. But he said the other day that he, like numbers for him have colours attached to them. 
Yes. That's a thing. I've, I've heard about that before, but I... My sister's high school boyfriend's band, wow. the writer in it saw music in colours. Wow. So he, like, didn't really, like, he didn't write with chords. And, yeah. Like, he knew what chords associated to the colours, but he'd, like, write a song and he'd be like, this song needs more purple. Oh, my and God, then that is so cool. Put it in and then it would sound amazing. That is fucking... Is he a big, the biggest star in the world now? I don't know. Wow, that's awesome. What band was that? I don't know. Oh, okay. I was at 12. Oh. So, yeah. No, that's so cool. I want to see music in colours. Uh, but you know when you hear stuff like that and you're like, wow, my brain is like really one of the grey ones. Like there's just nothing interesting. Like my, I, was, I was at my grandparents' house the other night and my grandpa was playing me some of his favourite classical music and he was just talking about like how insane it was that they just came up with that. Like they had no mm. – like they just – out of nowhere created music and like how do you come up with that and how do you come up with a language for that and how do you just bring that into the world and like how fucking Beethoven like went deaf and still could come up with music and you hear that shit and you're like I can't even do like fucking long yeah. division like how is that I hate this one question is that are like what kind of learner are you and I don't know what kind of learner I am <laughs> you look like you're having a real existential crisis <laughs> but I don't know if I'm a like- learner or not um it just depends on the thing. And so it's like I'm kind of bad at each kind of language. But you study literature, so you must learn reading a lot. But I'm really good at remembering numbers. I'm not at all. I And, you know, we've spoken about this on the pod before, my number dyslexia. It's gotten a lot worse because I was on the phone. <laughs> There's no such thing as number dyslexia. <laughs> I was on the phone um, at placement. I had to call and, like, arrange something for a client. And then I had to get the reference number for the call so she could call them when she went home. And he said the number really quickly and I read it back to him what I'd written down and it was like all completely <laughs> wrong. Like I was like, he was like, no, that's not what it, it was like. And then, but then when I was reading it out, I'd written like one, six, seven. And I was like, one, six, seven. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I don't think anything. You're probably, I feel like when people say a lot of numbers at once, sometimes I like forget to listen. No, but I was trying like to when listen. you introduce yourself to someone, you're like, what's your name? And then you just like immediately don't listen. Because I'm always like, oh, I yeah. can't remember people's names. The reason is, I introduced myself. I'm thinking about the next thing I'm going to say because I want it to be yeah. like a nice social interaction. <laughs> so <laughs> then, then I immediately sabotage that by not listening yeah. to her name. My yeah. friend's like, now ex-girlfriend, I called her Jackie for an entire night, which is my mother's name. So I should, like, if her name was Jackie, which it wasn't, <laughs> I should have, like, that should have, like, resonated with me in some yeah. way. It wasn't even, like, a long way. It was, like... Edge. Yeah, that's different. And she didn't correct me. Yeah. And then it was really uncomfortable. And then, and then it became a case of like, it's the name you think it isn't. So then you get it wrong. Yeah. I um, always find it really, you know, when you go down brain rabbit holes and you start thinking about things and then you get really freaked out because you're like, how does the world work? And like, how is any of this real? Yeah. Like, I've been, you know, when you think <laughs> about. I'm like, every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you think about names as a concept. Like, obviously names and even, like, language, like, none of that's real. Like, we've all constructed that. So, like, I say my name is Erin, but that's just because someone told me that my name was Erin. So then when they, you've got people who they their name is, take my brother, his name is Ned, but on his birth certificate his name is Edward. So it's like, when how do you change in your brain to think, like, my name is this? Because I could just go around and be like, my name's fucking table. And, like, if I tell myself that enough, that, okay, I can't, I can't even articulate what I'm trying to say. But, like, when people have... When you're known by something like that's not your name. Like there's arbitrary, is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, like when you're known by something that's not your name 
telling that thing in your brain that says like self, like it's like an identity thing. Like I am this. Yeah. But then like, if you change your name, like when people get married and change their last names, which I would never do, but when people do that, like to me, it's like, I am Aaron Levy. That's how I can yeah. like think of myself. So if I ever had to change my name, like I wouldn't be able to retrain that thought to be like, I am someone else. Like, Imagine never, if I partnered up with another hyphenated person. I would never be able to be like, I am Aaron Moore, but I marry Darcy. Imagine if I had four last names. Like, let's say, like, Hoskin Elliot. <laughs> I'd be Holosando Hoskin Elliot. Oh, that's really cool. You should do that. Well, he's already married with children. Oh. Second also, wife. I don't care for him. <laughs> okay, who else is there with two names? There's Darcy Byrne Jones. Oh, yeah. And there's... Rose um, Holosando Byrne Jones. That doesn't sound as good as Rose Holosando Hoskin Elliot. It's because Hoskin and Hollis yeah. have a very similar... I don't think I know many people with hyphenated last names. What about, um... Or we had a girl went to our school whose last name was Umi Patti Sivum. Imagine if I was like Holosando Umi Patti Sivum. Yeah, but that wasn't hyphenated. That was just Indian. I am quite sure that her dad's name was Sivum Umi Patti Sivum, which was unbelievable to me. That's like me being called. Well, there's lots of like Muhammad Muhammads. It's like me being called Ando (laughs) Holosando. Well, my my dada's last name is Ahmed, and he has a brother called Ahmed. I'm pretty sure. Ahmed Ahmed. And I think, yeah, and I'm pretty sure there's, there's, That's a, unbelievable. there's Javed, Javed Ahmed, um, <gasps> he's Saeed. My dad went to school in Sweden for a year when he was 10 and there was a group of four brothers called Raymond, Damon, Shaman and Gaiman <laughs> and they adopted a son Stop. and they called him Tony. <laughs> <laughs> that poor kid, he, as if he didn't feel left out enough by being adopted. I know. Oh. They really drew a line in the sand. I always with think Tony. You know, in um, I think it's in Father of the Bride when there's Annie Banks and Brian McKenzie, and I think maybe, maybe it's Father of the Father of the Bride too because they're talking about the last scene, <laughs> <laughs> and they're talking about what they named their kid, and they're like Banks McKenzie, McKenzie Banks, trying to top it, like toss it up, and then they're like, we're going to come up with like jumble all the letters of our two last names up and come up with a new last name, and Steve Martin's character's like, go fuck yourselves, don't do that. <laughs> if I ever had kids, I'd want them to have. My last name. Well, yeah, because it's interesting now because it's switched a lot of the time. Like, the mum generally is more likely to get custody than the father. But, yeah, so I always thought it was weird that children took the men's name, but then obviously, like, But that's a, that's a primary ago, care thing. And yeah, and 150 years ago, like, the mum, if they had a divorce, wouldn't see the kids. Yeah. This game's so boring. I'm sorry. There's six minutes Wait, to go. watch this. Watch this space. Oh, mm. that was boy. I thought it was going to be like a cool pack mark. I thought it was going to be like a cool pack mark. Um, oh, you missed the cool bit. I'll skip back for you. Oh, oh no, really. No, it's Jamie Elliott being wild. Look at this. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, Geelong about to enter 50. Bam! Whoa! Where did he come I from? I told you that was cool. Where did he come from? He just did a sick smother off the booze. I love Jamie Elliott. Yeah, I, I changed really my last name to Jamie He's Elliot. so talented and I feel so bad that he's um had such a bad run with his body. Aaron Elliott. No, that sounds real bad. And then I could have a daughter called Elliot and make Elliot Elliott. Marry Jamie Elliott, I would spend the whole time losing you as a friend by saying, Elliot. <laughs> oh, no, stop! <laughs> Stop it! I don't know why you think it's funny to bring up ET. You know about my fear. <laughs> if you, it's actually not funny. It's one of those things where no, I just thought because your first name is E, like E. What if your initials become ET one day? Please, I don't want to stop talking about this. It's actually not funny to me. I'll have nightmares tonight. <laughs> why would you bring that up? Just to 
terrorize you. As someone, that's what friends are for. As someone who is a very anxious child, which has carried over into being an adult about things that made me anxious when I was a child, like my terrifying fear of ET. Like people don't get, people don't get that I actually like can't, like my whole body like shuts down when I get scared about stuff like that. Have you tried to watch it ever? No, I can't even look at a photo. Even this conversation is like setting me on edge. <laughs> like I remember one time my ex-boyfriend made me watch Saw and I was like, no, I need oh, you. that's, no. No, but I was like, I need you to understand that, like, I actually, like, it's not a joke. Like, haha, I hate scary movies. It's like, I actually can't get through them. I don't watch them. scary movies. I don't no. know. I don't sleep. Even no, but though then, I, like, know they're ridiculous. When the production value was, like, $3, no, okay. I'm still absolutely So this time when we watched Saw, he, like, knowing full well that I was, like, I can't, like, I was watching through my fingers like this. Yeah. And he was, like, really annoyed. He was, like, you're not even watching it. And then he, like, made me watch it. And then he did this thing. We were, like, lying in the dark. And he, he used to, you know when people can, like, um, flip their eyelids? Yes. He and I, he, I fucking hate it when he did that because it scared me so much. And we were lying in bed in the dark watching Saw, and I was terrified. And he was forcing me to watch it. And then he turned around and he had his eyelids <laughs> over, and I screamed. And he got really mad because he was like, "Why would you scream in my face?" I was like, "Well, you put me in this situation." And then what, later, how did you want? This was the exact reaction you wanted. Like, <laughs> and then later, I needed to go to the bathroom, and his room was at the right at the front of the house, and the bathroom was like right at the back. And I was like, I'm, "I can't walk through the dark house to go to the bathroom by myself. I need you to come with me." And he was like, "You're being stupid." And I was like, "I told you this would happen." <laughs> yeah, this is on Saturday night. I was had just gotten home from a really big party. Oh, I was at my house. No, I just like because I called you because there was a blackout oh, yeah. at like 30 and I was like the week before we'd had someone in our front yard like knocking on the doors and they were like probably on that drugs. That is traumatic. And, like, I think we called the cops. Like my housemate was home, so it wasn't like as scary as it could have been. It's still um, scary to have a invader in your space where you are supposed to feel secure. Yeah, and also because it was like the cops didn't come for like an hour and a half. Um, and I was really annoyed at the lady on the phone because she, I told her that this person was like knocking on the windows, like yelling in our yard and like was on our property, like trying to, they weren't trying to like get into the house, but they were trying to contact us within the house because they'd seen my housemate. He left to go out and that was when he saw this person and like came back inside to sort the situation out. Um, and then... They didn't come for an hour and a half. And when they came, they were like, what do you mean they were actually on your property? Though? They weren't just someone on the street. And I was like, we said this. Yeah, like, we really called cheating. back to be like, it's getting worse. Yeah. And, like, it was, yeah. The, and it became, the yeah. Things. You can't. It's Fuck. also pigs. Al- also the ambulances. Um, like, I know we love a paramedic. Yeah, you hear so many stories. Of one time when I was working in the pub, we famously <laughs> love a paramedic. That's not what we're known for. <laughs> it's I a think- private conversation we had a few days ago. <laughs> I'll gladly put my name in the pub to love the paramedic. But no, one time when I was working at the pub, it was like a Wednesday night and this woman who'd like been there for dinner, like had a meal and maybe like a glass of white wine and like collapsed and like like had a seizure and like pissed her pants. Oh, shit. And like vomited and like it was like, okay, something's seriously wrong. And we called the ambulance and it come for an hour and a half. Yeah. That's fucked. She could have died. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah. And also it's like you don't want it because you're told all the time you know, don't waste, like, emergency resources and this yeah, sort of yeah. thing. So it was like, I was like, oh, we should call 000 to my uh-huh. housemate. And he was like, no, we can't. Right. Like, that's not the right thing to do. But it's like, well, if this is the fucking alternative. And, then... like, what if they did come inside and what if they had a weapon? Yeah. You never know. You yeah, because everyone's, like, sleep with, like, something to defend yourself. I'm like, I would, if someone was coming in to attack me, they would immediately disarm me and then use the weapon on me. Like, I don't yeah. have Actually, girl ability. Girl, I was saying the other day that she... Um, oh, my God. What? On the radio on the way from the beach to here, 
I heard that... Oh, in the two minutes we were in the car. Yeah, they did a news update. Someone did... Um, someone in Adelaide, I can't remember what sub, suburb, two people came into this person's house with pool cues and, like, chairs to attack him. And then, like, he defended himself with a machete. What the fuck? And then the big reveal was they were like, the 69-year-old man says he knew this. I was like, what 69-year-old oh man is fighting off intruders with a machete? Oh my God. And he said he knew the intruders. He used to be wow. a friend. No, but I'm, I don't want to talk about this anymore because I live by myself. And I'm oh, afraid. yeah. My housemates were away and there was a blackout and I immediately called Aaron being like, the person from last week has specifically come and cut my power to terrorise me and, like, take me down. <laughs> and it was the biggest – it was literally, like, no, a tree I, fallen on a power line. Like, no, but I, I, saw where you, I saw how you got there. And I yeah, that's worst-case scenario, though. Yeah, but when you're in that moment, like, you don't think straight. Mm. Sphere. Trauma response. You were, oh, you were speaking of the underrated players, I said Brandon Maynard. Gary Ablett did absolutely nothing this entire game. He was playing. Like, oh, I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to do some research and come up with a good answer for that question, but I forgot because we haven't recorded for so long. What question about the underrated players? Oh my god, Fatty. there's only forty-one seconds to go, and literally nothing of note has happened in this whole game. Well, a lot of things have happened. You just haven't really watched it. Well, yeah, but this nothing. is the third time I'm watching it, so I'm like. Yeah, nothing. Nothing has caught my attention except for that Jamie Elliott, cool Jamie Elliott thing. A lot happened in the first half, um, but then in the second half, well, it's a good thing we chose. There was to like three minutes half. to go. The well, I told you. Yeah, you did. I know. But now we also get to see everyone's set. Oh, I have my bone to kick for the week. Oh, oh because this is very pertinent to the game that we're watching as well. Um, it's Pendle's three hundredth, and obviously the tradition is is for the player to get like chaired off after. Is it like poor planning? Is it that they want it to be their friends? Like, this chair that we'll, we will soon witness looks so uncomfortable. It's like two completely different sized people on each side. And so then you can see that the player that's getting chaired is having to, like, tense their entire body not to, like, fall, fall to the floor because one leg is way higher than the other. Who, who I'm like, it? why is this such poor planning? But like, you want it to be your friends. I think oh, the siren just went in there so exciting. They are so excited and Joel Selwood's so mad. That's fine, I win. Um, who turned him off? Well, we'll soon see. I think Sidebottom was one of the... Actually, I'll just look at the Collingwood Well, we Instagram. can just watch. We're about to see it, aren't we? Well, you keep asking me. Sorry, yeah, true. What do you think the best song is in the AFL? Mm, you're going to get mad, but I am going to say Richmond. It is a good one. I Yellow think. and black! Because <laughs> I, was, I was so angry that... Um, <laughs> that they were beating Brisbane on Saturday, I texted Aaron, just me or is yellow and black really racist to put in a theme song? <laughs> just like the biggest grapple at straws to like find a problem with what I was seeing. So this is the chair. Perhaps just a miscommunication Ooh. between like shoulder positioning? I'm not sure. It doesn't look uncomfortable. He, but he looks happy. He looks like he's had fun. What do you think the worst song is? We've talked about this before, I feel. I think I've complained. No, I've complained about that. I said I didn't complain. I just said it seemed like a communist manifesto. And I think with if you looked at it in that light, it does seem like a call to arms from the Soviet Union. If you really think about it, all of them are like organised songs for like a group of people. St Kilda, St Kilda Marching In is a good one. Oh, a classic. Showed, they showed a video of Danny Crawley singing the same song on there for 360 last night. Or the night before. You know how we... Speak ill of Patrick Dangefield a lot. We do. I don't think I've decided. I don't think he's that bad. He's just annoying because he's like. Yeah, he's not that bad. He's like annoying in like a. He's very like talented a and he's a good captain kind of. 
Yeah, he's just he's just like a goody goody, and you're like, you know what, mate? It's just you do someone you. you don't want to hang out with, even though they're like yeah. not doing anything. It's like those people who it's like when you're hanging out and you start complaining about something, they're like, we should all make an effort to be more positive. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and you're like, just let me so fucking whine. <laughs> but yeah, I can see that he's a good, you know, a good man and a good So basically, father. we're the problem and not him. <laughs> <laughs> I love still side bottom. He'd never tell me to stop talking when I was whining. I, I imagine. <laughs> Do you know the West Coast Eagles song? See the eagles fly up, up to no, that's, win the premiership. Oh. <laughs> the bombers oh. fly up, yeah. I'm going to play the, the West Coast song we for you. Wear the eagles. Horrible. The West Coast Eagles. That's it. I'm going to play it. We've talked about this before. No, we need to listen to it because every I time I hear you, I want to play it. I was listening to the radio with my sister and she like reacts really strongly to like really specific things like similarly to you like suddenly something like really gets her over there <laughs> she was like how bad is the west coast songs they like play on the radio after and she was like how is this allowed like what is going <laughs> why is this happening let's turn it off do i do that anyway can we wrap up yeah i just want to play the west coast eagle what's your bone to kick for the week oh my bone to kick for the week i don't know i think i'm too sad for a bone to kick i don't have that angry energy in me right now i just feel like my bone to kick is with I'm getting like a Jimmy Barnes vibe. Big birds! Oh, that keychain! It's like Beyonce's love on top. And also they run out through a massive inflatable eagle and like continue to do so even though it's like a joke to everyone but them. And so is their theme song and so are they. And Elliot Yo can burn in hell. Alright, let's wrap it up. In conclusion, I don't really know what we've spoken about for We haven't been very particularly football oriented. We never really are very football oriented when we rewatch on the... It's what the people want. Um, yeah, there hasn't been much else new. Just like look I'm after really each sad. other. I'm really sad the Bulldogs are out. Yeah, so am I. Yeah, and and more importantly. Yeah, I just think, you know, my bone to kick is that people don't take individual responsibility for these issues. Like, it's all well and good to sit here and be like, fuck the system and this and that, but like we all need to try and change our beliefs and our attitudes. And if we don't, it's gonna we're gonna keep losing people. <laughs> You've lost me. No, I just you know we all we all need to like really try rather than just say that we like care about issues like mental health and blah blah. We actually really need to oh, like try. In my opinion, the social media curse of like making an Instagram story. It's not. Yeah, it's not it making a difference. It means nothing, and people you can't reach people who need it with an Instagram story. And on that note. Stop storying weird things. (laughs) Well, I don't have Instagram anymore because I've transcended the millennial realm. So anyway, um, thanks for listening. Sorry it took so long to upload again. We'll be back for finals next week, and then we we Erin suggests we do like a Brownlow night. um, I think that's a fun idea, which should be fun. Hopefully, Cripper comes up. Wow, first mention of Cripper for the night. I know. Have I already told you the Greek? Yeah, I did. I texted you, but I think for anyone that doesn't follow Patrick Cripps on Instagram and read his comments section. (laughs) So everyone else. (laughs) Um, 
Carlton lads are currently travelling in Greece at the moment and someone commented on one of his photos <laughs> Patrick Krupinos. That was Patrick Krupinos for people who couldn't decipher her laughing while she was speaking. I thought it was really – well, you know what? It's it's a footy gag and it's wordplay and it's ticking all my boxes. <gasps> yeah, I already saw that on my Instagram before. Mm, sorry. Um, so those of us that don't have Instagram, we miss out on hot pics of Brody Grundy wearing an orange shirt. Yeah, he's very active these days. He goes live a lot. Um, oh wow, that's amazing! And it sends me a notification as well, so then I just like end up wasting half an hour being like not at all entertained watching it. No, yeah. Anyway, mm, anyway, no offense, Brody, I do love you. All right, go well. Wait, my bone to kick oh. is also <laughs> with Brody Grundy. You always do this, and you Stop. forget that I'm the one that has to edit out 45 minutes. I know, of but shit. then you text me being like, "We weren't funny," and I'm like, "Well, lucky I kept going for <laughs> an hour, so that at least you have a longer." Oh. Thing I've to got a busy week, from. Rose. I don't have this much time on my hands. You know what? I'm gonna finish this sentence. Oh. Brody Grundy, who we both adore, keeps hanging out with players who we fucking hate. Jeremy Cameron, Jack Rewall. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Please shut up. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Okay. Enjoy your blood podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. It's been tainted now. Oh, good night. <laughs>